It's episode 249 of the Nerd Stravaganza Podcast Reboot. Now updated for the 21st century. More topics, more jokes, and more bad puns. Plus an all-new cast. I'm Tim, replacing the original series host Tom. And I'm joined by replacement cast member Ryan, who's taking on Brian's role. And Chet, who inexplicably is taking on Cam's role. Hopefully to a whole new level. What's up, guys? What's up, bro? Yeah. Uh, Ryan, you have to say something with attitude. It's a, uh, <laughs> extreme! <laughs> there you go, perfect. So tonight we're talking reboots. But first, let's reboot this lame week with the Weekly Geekly. Geekly Weekly Update. Well, we gotta rename that for the reboot. Maybe that's one homage we can keep to the old show. Just flip it. <laughs> Just flip it, yeah. Yeah. It's the Weekly Geekly Geekly Weekly. Right, right. <laughs> it does lend itself to that. <laughs> anyway, who's up first? I, I, I'll go. I mean, I, I got a real easy one, but a, a really impressive one. Um, my buddy, Lester, who you guys have probably all heard about, was involved in this thing at school, and he kind of got me invited. I sat in front of a uh, probably 50-piece orchestra, and listen to them replay like some of the greatest themes and uh, like fight songs from anime and video games. Whoa! For about three hours, actually. That's awesome. It was pretty damn cool. They they actually did uh, what's it called, One Wing Angel, and they brought like twelve people out to do the chorus for that. Bad ass awesome man and uh i will absolutely link to the information but i think the uh the theater department was there like actually filming that so i may link to the the entire concert cool that is uh is that down at florida international university uh miami dade college Uh, okay at miami dade gotcha sorry to confuse the two they are both nearby that's awesome man that uh Wow, pretty timely considering we just kind of did an episode on video game music. So, I, you know, there's a lot of games that I played that I didn't really connect with that I guess, like, the younger crowd, like, loves. But, uh, man, even not really caring about the song, like, listening to the people and watching the people around and everything. and I thought it was a little weird for, like, an orchestra, but the, the cheering was unreal. Awesome, man. Yeah, I guess from what I understand, you go to like one of these like from what I understand, you go to like one of these Nintendo concerts or something like that. And people like show up, uh, you know, dress as Link and stuff. So I I think the standard uh, etiquette is kind of off the table if it's video game related. Not sure that's always a good thing, but uh, good enough. (laughs) Awesome. Anything else? Uh, No, not really, actually. Kind of a mundane week other than that. Cool. Uh, Cam, how about you? Uh, yeah, mundane as well. Um, it was Mother's Day weekend, of course. Took mom uh, some dinner to her place. Uh, the companion and I spent some time with her. Uh, watched a movie, just sort of hung out. My mom, my mom's pretty easy to please. She didn't really want to do much, so we just sort of hung out with her over there and did that at her place. Um, Saturday night, um, played some board games with some friends. Um, we actually... We used to do this, uh, well, I mean, not all the time, but we would do it pretty frequently back, you know, a couple of years ago, we would meet up at this uh, hookah bar here in Fort Lauderdale, and we'd sit and smoke hookah and drink coffee, or tea and coffee, whatever, and, you know, have somebody eat and play board games at, at this place that we like, and uh, so got some of the old gang back together and did that, so that was that was pretty, pretty fun, pretty good time, and... Uh, yeah, that's it. Pretty pretty boring. Just did a lot. Went to the Adventure Game Store this week, of course. Uh, board game night. Had some fun there. Uh, and later tonight, I will be heading to see Alien Covenant. Nice. That's about it. Yeah. So I forgot that of, was out. So that's sort of looking into the future. Yeah. Nice, man. I'm going to have to go check that out. I may see if I can get to a showing tonight. I don't care how late. <laughs> what about you, Well, Besides uh, not seeing Alien, what are you doing? What are you going to do, Tom? Well, definitely seeing Alien. That's 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 on the agenda. I'm going to make that happen somehow. <laughs> Probably not. But yeah, I uh, just got back from Disneyland. 
in California. This is like my fourth trip down. And I think second trip with my companion. Uh, always a good time there. My complaints are that a lot of their stuff is better than the stuff we have at Disney World in Orlando, Florida. And the park is just insanely crowded. <laughs> Those are really the only downsides. But uh, I put up with it because it's Disney and it's wonderful and I love it. And uh, I had an actual magical Disney moment. They picked me. They picked me to uh, be part of the magic. I was hanging out with my friends. I was actually waiting for, I think, for somebody to come back from the restroom or something. So I'm kind of like just standing out in the open. And these two, like, first order stormtroopers come walking by and they're like eyeing me and i'm like oh i must let me get out of the way they're probably just like trying to do a thing because you know they like patrol around the parks now and stuff and then one of them like walks up excuse me citizen and like they go ahead and like start like asking me for id and interrogating me and ask me what i'm doing <laughs> i showed them my little like uh race racetrack id from the thing they didn't care that you know that was just all part of the, the act and then they actually like grabbed me with their arm and like escorted me <laughs> like they were gonna take me like back backstage so to speak and then one yeah. of them got like a radio call and like they're, and they're like you know something higher priority coming they're like be on your way and so i kept i tried to i wanted to go to the bathroom at that point he's like no on your way and like made me turn around and go the other way <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious it was awesome that's pretty cool yeah that kind of made my trip man that was <laughs> that was really cool and i hammed it up of course everybody they're like you're way into that it's like yeah yeah <laughs> i would actually do that every visit if they wanted me to <laughs> the only the only thing I ever get picked for at Disney is they give me that stupid thing to carry in the line to the next person. So they know how <laughs> long. So that's literally like every line I get into, they give it to me for some reason. I don't know why. You look like a line marker, sir. Here you go. Yeah. Anyway, that was awesome. Like, it's just cool that they do that. They It's usually kids they harass, but they just pick me out of the blue. And like, I had a whole crowd watching like, oh man, it was so awesome. And uh, let's see, apart from that right now, yeah, I've been to Disney land a couple times i finally got to go to the haunted mansion that wasn't like skinned with the um nightmare before christmas overlay that they do every holiday season and space mountain normally when i go there is skinned uh, as ghost galaxy where this evil like galaxy nebula like chases you around the ride and they play spooky music and stuff well i was expecting this ride vanilla disneyland space mountain but no they have it set up as hyperspace mountain and it's star wars themed right now so yeah you're going through and like there's all these projections of like this space battle going on and you're going through tunnels and like blaster fires going back and forth really cool uh, evidently disney likes this whole star wars thing they bought <laughs> and they're uh, incorporating it into the rides the rumor i heard is this is temporary until the new star wars land opens up and then they'll probably restore or return space mountain to its uh normal state but pretty cool pretty cool i don't they don't really do that with our space mountain in orlando i don't think they can we know the projectors but yeah, so kind of a Star Wars-themed Disneyland visit. And then I got back, and just a quick update on the household front. You know the poop robot that I ordered parts for to fix? Ran over my dog's poop and, like, died. Huh. Yeah. Well, I actually got that fixed up and running. Everything was awesome. And then today I go over to mess with the other robot that's been having a hard time on the carpet. I've been trying to coax that one back to health. It just can't deal with the carpet and it's blinking funny and it's not acting right. And I'm like, what is going on with this thing? So I go and I like do the factory reset. And, and have you ever seen a Roomba robot? They're like concentric circles in the middle is like where all the control panels are. It's like a circular button and two like semicircles. So I'm pressing them all. And sure enough, it makes like the reboot tone. And I take my fingers away and they're like oily. They have like an oily oh. substance on them. I'm like, what the? So I take the thing up and I'm smelling an awful smell. And as my nose gets closer, there's no mistaking. It's dog piss. It is dog piss. So Ugh. one of my dogs, like dead center on the robot in the absolute worst place to get wet, took a leak and like killed my robot. <laughs> so yeah, That robot is not having a good time. This is the other one. So this is the, this is the actual oh, iRobot Roomba. The yeah, the other one was my Neato. So... One of them like almost got killed by poop. This one is like probably irreparably damaged by piss. I, I, I'm really thinking about just getting rid of these dogs at this point. <laughs> They're terrible. <laughs> probably easier to get rid of the robots at this point, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I suppose. I floated the idea to my companion, and she kind of just laughed it off. Like, oh, right, that'll never happen. Oh, okay. <laughs> 
Yeah, so that sucks. Robot down. Dog. What is it? Dogs one, robot zero? Two. Two, yeah. Yeah, that's true. When you consider I had to bring the other one back to life. So there we go. That's it. Those are my travails. <laughs> and the end of my weekly, geekly, geekly, weekly rebooted update. Guys, I got an idea for this new rebooted show. And I want to bounce it off you. It's our show now. The old cast is gone. Total reboot. What do you think we What do you think of us doing a news and events segment called Check It Out? The all new, all rebooted news stravaganza. Hit it, Chet. Events stravaganza. <laughs> <laughs> Let me re-say that because that is awesome. Chet, take it away with the all new event stravaganza. I'll try to make it quite eventful. Oh, uh, in this awesome reboot. Let's see. Well, you guys know who Tom Hardy is? He played Bane. He's like the that British actor. Yes. Uh, well, he has just been recently cast as Venom. All right. In the upcoming movies uh, for Star uh, Star Wars for uh, for Spider Man. So I'm pretty excited about that. Actually, I think he's a pretty good actor. I think he'll, he'll do pretty well with that role. Uh, I'm hoping they don't botch the next star uh spider-man movies like they have in the for the past whatever (laughs) six or seven however many there have been um yeah tom hardy's pretty good man he's uh i'm hoping that uh with the new spider-man which everyone seems to like who you know obviously was in the um what was it uh captain america yeah civil war uh everyone seems to like him so hopefully tom hardy will work well with him so that should be cool. I hope that uh, is a success. The Spider-Man movies have a spotty history. Absolutely. The Simpsons are still going strong. Moe's Tavern is, of course, a mainstay. Everybody loves Moe's Tavern, right? Of uh, you can, uh, if you go to inflatable.pub.com, uh, you can get your own inflatable Moe's Tavern. What? Yeah, and I'm completely thinking about getting one for my wedding. <laughs> <laughs> you totally should. Yeah, it's 23 feet squared and stands about 12 feet high. Whoa. And uh, you, can get, you can get about 50 to 60 people in there. Have you uh, have you bounced this one off the uh, fiancé yet? Oh. Well, it's $4,500 plus shipping, but uh, <laughs> so I probably will not <laughs> bounce it off of her. No, no Tom. <laughs> I think it's actually worse that you own it. That's... that's... <laughs> Brian, thanks for that audible uh, at my yeah. <laughs> punishing pun. Was that a pun? I think it was. Whatever. It was wordplay of some sort. Carry yeah, on. It was pretty, it was pretty punishing. Uh, but, I mean, look, I am. we are going to have, like, bounty houses and things like that at the wedding. So that will be exciting. Maybe if someone, hopefully by then, they'll have one for rent, maybe. If they had it for rent, I totally would do it. If not, maybe it's a business opportunity. Just, just buy it. It's, it's an investment. <laughs> <Rent it>. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm sure tons of people would uh, would rent it. I think you're probably right about that. And even if they wouldn't, don't forget, Cam, I mean, Chet, it's her special day. You better <laughs> spare no expense. Yeah, for sure, right? Um, let's see. Um, okay, so a little bit of bad news, I guess. So did you guys see that in New York, this guy uh, just decided to, like, hang a U-turn and just start driving down the street and running people over? Yes. Yeah. So, all right, so this is a little, uh, I, I, I only brought, we don't typically go into these kind of topics, but I only brought it up because, so when I first saw it, and you know, I'm half Pakistani, and I'm wondering if like anyone else thought this, but like as soon as, when I first saw the news reports, it was like, man in Honda runs over, you know, whatever, like plows into crowd in, in New York City, right? And I immediately thought, God damn, it's, it's, it's terrorism. <laughs> Cause like <laughs> right. all, all of us Pakistanis and Indians, we all drive Toyotas and Hondas. <laughs> so I, was like, I was like, damn, if it's a Honda, fuck man, it's, it's over. It's, it's gotta be some act of ISIS or some shit like that. You know, did not know that, but, uh, turns out it wasn't turns out it was like, a, I think a Hispanic dude. Yeah. And he, uh, I think he was like on drugs or a PCP or something like that. And just decided that he wanted to mow some people down. And it sucks because he injured a bunch of people and he killed like a really poor, you know, cute little 18-year-old girl. that She, she died, I guess. So, That's sad. Hope that guy uh, 
gets slammed in the slammer. Yeah. <laughs> One hopes that justice is served. That is really crappy yeah. and uh, a tragedy. Terrible. So on that uh, downer note, I'll pass it back to you, Tom. <laughs> All right. Um, I almost feel it's improper to do some kind of segue, but since this is the bold new rebooted nerd extravaganza, I'll do it anyway. And then we can go back to our normal format next week. One thing that really runs me over <laughs> when done badly is a reboot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and once again, well, no, there's no once again. And as Brian had the role of Brian, <clears throat> well, <clears throat> Brian in the old show had <laughs> the role of show runner. We now have the much more killer, <laughs> much more competent Ryan in the role of show dictator. So dictator Ryan, why don't you uh, motivate for us tonight's episode? I mean, dictate it. Uh, I think the, the last, I, mean, I guess it's not actually a reboot, but you know, the rebooting the idea was uh, Roseanne. Everybody's been talking about that lately. Yeah. And really, God, what isn't it before that? Uh, Spider-Man mummy. There's like 20 shows. This summer alone, that I, it breaks my heart that there's no new television movies. I mean, Jesus Christ, even games like what, Halo's on like 18 now. I mean, <laughs> yes, yes. The Gears of War trilogy is on its like ninth installment now. Yeah, so we'll definitely get into examples during the discussion, Brian, but you definitely, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> but you definitely don't like you, you think it's sort of a creative laziness, right? To just kind of reboot the same stuff instead of coming up with your own new ideas. I, I, I hate the very idea of it. I, I do acquiesce that some are well done, but for the most part, just, just the idea of, Hey, that thing we did before, let's make more money on it. I mean, I, I think I said this once before, like casually on the show, just re-release the fucking original. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, I'll just go watch the movie again. You don't need to. I mean, I would much rather see Brendan Fraser's first Mummy than this new shit than a Mononet or whatever, starring Tom Cruise. Yeah, but Brian, Tom Cruise. But but fine, don't call it the Mummy. That that doesn't even look like a Mummy movie. That looks like a Tom Cruise fights sorceress movie, which is fine. People would see that. Yeah. I think they it's like you said they want to ca they want to cash in on the name again they're going back they're throwing they're throwing the mummy title on this new thing and hoping it just like cha-ching rakes them in because I think the last mummy movie by mummy standards wasn't successful but still just raked in a ton of dough if I'm not mistaken I, I don't think there's any way that Enchantress didn't screw their original plans there, this was not supposed to be a mummy remake and somebody was like, well, doing an Aztec deity is too close to this guy's uh, origin story. Let's just make it a mummy. Oh, you mean like Egypt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what are we going to call it? Uh, mummy? There's already a mummy. Oh, reboot. <laughs> Even better. Like <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that almost sounds plausible, actually. <laughs> what do you think, Cam? You think... Uh, a reboot that there's an element of laziness or just uh sort of trying to recapitalize on the same name yeah i mean it's fun and it's funny to me I, what i find most interesting is how far away they have begun to stray like you know when they first started doing reboots it was like they were trying to do the same movie like almost over again but but maybe a little bit better you know now it's like they almost just completely the only thing that's really similar like brian was saying is it's the mummy, but it's a completely different thing. You know, it's like, they're just trying to capitalize on the brand, but giving you a totally different product. It's like, if I took like Coke and just called it like smoke or, or you know, or I called it Coke, but I gave you like lemonade, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like right. same, same name, but you know, just completely different product. Um, I, I, I don't know. Like, and I think that like, does it just like, I get, the idea behind it, but if you're trying to build a brand or a, you know, a universe, you're not, you're, you're, you're hurting the brand. You're not helping it. 
in my opinion. You you guys have heard of the elevator pitch, right? Yes, I think yeah. so. You get in an elevator with an executive, you've got six seconds to pitch your thing, and it went from mummy but with to mummy! Yeah. <laughs> mummy! All right, I'm trapped. What's your idea? <laughs> Akira! <laughs> redo the movie? Yeah. Okay. Uh, don't remind me. Are they, wait, are they redoing, are they doing that live action or is it an anime, the, the Akira reboot? Mm, I think it's live action. Oof. Probably starring Scarlett Johansson. Right, right. In a bold move to, you know, appeal to a more feminist uh, modern market, they're going to cast Scarlett Johansson as a, as Tetsuo. <laughs> like, like, we talked about um, Alien Covenant earlier in the show, and, and I strongly prefer that. Like, if you want to, like, continue the brand and, and like, capture that core audience which they're clearly trying to do by using the name of something do it but do it in a different way so like all right so you want to make a mummy movie that's fine but make but then again i'm killing it maybe that's what they're doing i don't know i haven't really researched like i I, it looks like to me that they're just it's like it's like what we're talking about but and maybe you know could be wrong so just take it with a grain of salt but do something like alien covenant where you're taking the same franchise but you're just extending the universe so yeah or like Prometheus, you know? So yeah, it's an alien movie, but it's set in a different time period or it's set even an alternate time period. I don't care about that. Just do some, do something that's semi-original rather than just putting the same name on something and slapping me in the face with something that's just with Tom Cruise. But <laughs> right. I think, I think you have to have, I don't know. You have to have a good universe before you can do that because wasn't switch like the sequel to something. Switch. That stupid uh, uh, M Night Shyamalan movie. Sorry, I'm not picking on him. I can't oh, the one where the, with the, the guy with like 50 personalities or whatever. Yeah, Split. That's Split. Split. That was sorry. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like yeah, well, actually a sequel to uh, what was it called? Glass. Unbra- Unbra- unbreakable. 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 Yeah. Yeah, well, I think I think he's trying to. I think they're trying to back into that. You know what I'm saying? I think they're trying to back into making all of his movies in the same universe. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, okay, that's fine. You know, I, I think they get a gold star for effort on that. That, that that's better than a reboot. Like I mean, yeah, step in the right direction. But I get what you're saying. But you, I, I guess it's sort of chicken and the egg problem. I, I mean, if you have you might not have that universe, but then how do you get it? You got to create it, right? So instead of giving me the mummy, they already have like the Scorpion King and like all that other stuff. So expand on that. Like, you know, talk about, all right, yeah, this is the mummy, but it's, you know, now it's this time period and someone else. And we're, this is the, the like, I don't know, the daughter or sister or whatever of the original mummy, you know? Dude, there are so many things they could have done with Mummy. I, I, I do not remember any of their names, but the cool Egyptian, like, like desert fighter, I would have watched him do anything. That guy was awesome. Yeah, the, the like, I don't know. I don't know what he was, the Mujahideen guy you're talking about or whatever. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he led the, like, they weren't, like, rebels, but there was, like, a tribe there to protect the temple. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That guy was cool as shit. Make, give him a movie, dude. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm not 100% sure this is a, this may be a reboot, or that guy may make an appearance. Like, if, if, if they tied it in somehow, it would be cool. The, the only reason I'm holding out hope that it's not a full reboot is, I'm pretty sure they showed, like, the chick who is the who becomes the evil mummy villain in this movie in a scene with the Imhotep guy from the the, the other series, or previous series, or pre-reboot series that... Either I saw that in the trailer or my mind like inserted that into the trailer to make this make sense. I'll I'll say, I think I said it last week or whatever. That is the most tenuous connection you can make. So even if they did it, they did it just to to justify. Mm, Maybe. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm trying to play like mummy's advocate here, but uh... I mean, that's straight up star Wars (laughs) shit. Like that guy that got shot in the, um, Cantina needs his own series now. <laughs> no, he was just there to die. He didn't do anything cool. 
Right, right. He needs a whole backstory now. Right, right. <laughs> so, Brian, you say, you know, that's some Star Wars shit. And a complaint we've had in the past is how kind of quickly cluttered, well, not quickly, but how cluttered the Star Wars universe became, is becoming again, can become as like media just kind of explodes and propagates and. I think that's like one of the dangers of universe building, right? Is that you can quickly like develop a universe. That's like just so chock full of crap that you end up doing something like alienating half your fans by destroying the universe and basically rebooting the universe. Uh, it took 30 years. I'm not sure I'd say quickly. Right. That, I did. I, I walked back quickly a little bit, but yeah. Um, don't you get the sense though, that like, we started off, like, if you want to go back to when they just, like, totally said, no more EU, don't you get the sense that we're very quickly, like, kind of branching back out, though, with all the shows, the comics, like, all this stuff is that, that's, like, canon? Well, I, I think, I can't remember what Chris called this, but Chris had a term for it, and what happened was, basically, it was in so many hands that there was no quality control, and half of it was garbage, and half of it was awesome. So... If, and it's a big if, you know, I guess we'll see in another 30 years, but if they maintain control of it and have a singular creative vision, even if that vision changes and evolves over time, I I think, you know, it, it could be awesome. So as long as it's sort of like curated growth in many directions, you're fine. You, you just can't let it grow wild like a weed, I guess, right? Well, look at... God, you remember the robot on Tatooine that was a red R2 that they bought and his motivator blue? Yes, yeah, yeah. You remember that robot? Yes. Do you know anything special about that robot? No, it just blew up so that they could pick R2-D2. I swear to God, that was a force-sensitive robot that blew his own motivator on purpose because he knew R2-D2 needed to be in Luke Skywalker's hands. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's really dumb. <laughs> That's really stupid. Yeah, so... You really can't let, like, fanfic run amok. <laughs> and you have to be careful not to, like go down dead ends or do bad things. And I will mention that we don't need to get into them, uh, that within the star Wars universe, there are the prequels, which are Canon and did happen and are, I think kind of a blight on that universe. They don't necessarily break the story, but they don't enhance it <laughs> all that much. I, oh God, as far as, liking them or not i don't think they're very well made movies as far as like the story or not i do think they i i do think they enhance anakin darth vader okay and, and again enhance or not i do think they tell darth vader's story there's clearly some value to them Whereas some of the books, okay, so you remember the, the X-Wing scene on Dagobah and try or do not try. There is no, remember? Yeah, yep. I swear to God, there was a Jedi that pulled this little tiny, it wasn't an X-Wing, but it was, you know, a space fighter the size of an X-Wing out of the gravitational pull of a sun <laughs> that he was nowhere near. He just like, like super duper, like absolutely crazy like, I mean, first off, the sun probably would have just crushed the... <laughs> right. You know what? It may have been, since I'm swearing to God, it may have been a gas giant. I'm not sure it was a sun. But anyway, it was an astronomically unlikely, literally, feat. And he just like, oh, yeah, well, I haven't been trained or anything, but I'm really good with four, so let me give it a shot. Boing! Okay. <laughs> so... So let's just assume that the spaceship was made of something like sun resistant, right? But this Jedi, unlike any other Jedi in history, can like reach across the galaxy and like exert his his force powers on something and overcome the gravity of a sun. He, he was just like casually, exponentially more powerful than Luke. Yeah, yeah. 
who was clearly more powerful than Vader, more powerful than the Emperor. It, it's it's just silly. It's just silly. And in that sense, as much as I do not enjoy them, the, the prequels are way better than the Expanded Universe. Okay. <laughs> I was actually going to, like, make that observation. Wow. we And say, wow, we're, you know, the, the, some of the EU stuff must have been pretty awful if we're holding up the prequels as a <laughs> gold standard. But, uh, yeah, I'm a believer, <laughs> just based on those two <laughs> examples you mentioned. Cam, what do you think? Ugh. Cam, what do you think? Some danger in a uh, building a universe without taking care? Yeah, obviously you need some kind of quality control. I mean, it's it's not, you know, I mean, I think that, it's a, you know, Star Wars, you know, the Star Wars EU is a perfect example of that. Um, Doctor Who is another example of that. Um, I mean, you've got shit from all over the place. I mean, you've got like these weird radio t- novellas that they, they people have done. You've got uh, you know books and comics and all kinds of crazy stuff. And um, you know, it, 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 I mean, hell, they couldn't even keep. Uh, there are like episodes of Doctor Who that like some people have like on old VHS tapes that are, but like the. the like the BBC doesn't even have them because <laughs> like, right. I think there was a, there was like a fire or a flood or something, I don't know, some, something happened and like they lost like certain uh, footage and things like that from, you know, back in the day. So yeah, you, you know, obviously back then they weren't thinking in the grand scale and, you know, they weren't thinking in terms of branding and all kinds of stuff like that back then. But I mean, nowadays there's really no reason why if you've created something, you don't have a person that is managing the content for you. Um, I'm sure if there isn't one already uh, or there aren't already there, I'm sure there are plenty of uh, entrepreneurial and enterprising companies that will, will will even step in and do that for you. You know? Um, So I I would say you need to get someone involved. That's going to make sure that your vision stays on course. And I and I would argue not even stays on course, but is consistent. Like your your course can change, you know. In ten years, we have no idea what will be popular, or you know, what other things will have done that was a good idea. Like we we don't know where it's going. But if you evaluate the singular course and then just alter it instead of just being like eh, you guys write this and you guys write that and. Uh, copy and paste some fan books, some, some flash <laughs> fiction. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, well, and I think you saw a lot of that happening, especially in the 80s and 90s when, like, it was just suits deciding, okay, well, what, what can we capitalize on and what, what can we, like, make money off of? They weren't really thinking of, you know, they didn't have, like, a nerd there sitting there in the room saying, well, no, we can't do that because, you know, no, we, you know, don't put Jar Jar, you know, don't make up Gungans or, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like they didn't have someone in there that like really knew the source material to say to them, Hey, look, that's probably not a smart idea to do that. They were just thinking, yeah, well, we'll make Daredevil and we'll cast Brian uh, or uh, Brian. We'll, we'll cast Jennifer Garner. And, uh, uh, what's the guy from Goodwill hunting? Uh, he, you know, he's pretty popular. Let's get him in there and, and we'll make some money, you know? And then it's a terrible, terrible movie, you know? But now you have someone, you know, at the helm that knows what they're doing. And so they make daredevil for Netflix and it's amazing. I think that's the big difference is you've got people that are actually, that actually know the material and are invested in the, the, you know, whatever universe it is and are actually man are are put into positions to keep it sort of on course and, and keep it consistent. You know what? This ties into my Disneyland trip because you know how at Disney world, they have the launch bay, which is like the star Wars kind of theme thing you go in they have the same thing or a similar thing at Disneyland. And there was like a little movie theater kind of like talking about like just kind of playing a movie on a loop about the star Wars universe. And there was a guy featured in the movie whose job is like continuity management. Like he's like, I know everything about star Wars. There's nothing I don't know. And I make sure like what we're doing fits into the universe. And uh, I, I want to say, I know that this guy, like he's obviously articulate and smart, but he like, Above all, is like a total Star Wars geek with an encyclopedic knowledge. That's Pablo, isn't it? I believe that is his name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, didn't he and George Lucas get into like a fist fight or something? Is, is, am I like thinking of a different story? <laughs> I hope so. It, it was, yeah, I, 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 don't know, I just remember hearing of like some sort of when they were making the these the prequels. 
Lucas and somebody getting into like some confrontation because somebody was like, you can't do that, George. And he's like, I'll do what I want. And then, you know, and then we got what we got. I, whether that happened or not, just like that cam, I envision (laughs) hundreds of instances where it was, you can't do that, George. I can do what I want. Right. Gungans are stupid. I like them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Yeah. If that is the guy dream job, and uh, I hereby offer the Nerd Stravaganza's continuity management services uh, for any. Yeah, we should start. We should start a business, man. I'm 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 ready. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, I if I don't know your material, I will memorize it and uh, tell you yeah, why you're wrong. Seriously, if you're, if you're a nerd out there and you love something, you know, even especially something that's kind of obscure, I would definitely like put together like a YouTube video and send it to the producers of some, you know, whatever it is. I mean, you never know. It's, it's weirder things have happened. I mean, the, the last year's Doctor Who theme uh, uh, on the TV show was just created by a fan. Somebody saw it on YouTube and was like, we need to have that. So, I mean, it, it's, like I said, stranger things have happened. All right. Ganza Labs to begin uh, <laughs> writing co- fanfic so compelling that the original creators have to use it. <laughs> Speaking of original creators, though, and I'm glad you mentioned this and Wow, it's so parallel with Star Wars now that they're both owned by the same company. You mentioned Daredevil, and that got me thinking of Marvel, which is what I wanted to kind of get to um, when I originally brought up Star Wars, but we went on a very pleasant tangent, I felt. Uh, So let's talk Marvel for a second. Now, I know there's a website I can probably go to and see like the Marvel Cinematic Universe and what does and does not belong. But do you guys know off the top of your head where the crappy Daredevil movie and like all the crappy Spider-Man movies and the reboots and like all of the iterations of Spider-Man belong in that universe? I don't think those are MCU at all, are they? Aren't they? So they got they got jettisoned. They got EU'd. I'm not sure they were ever like even kind of second tier canon or anything. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong, but. So the MCU is just what is exclusively owned by Marvel. So all the X-Men stuff is just in a pocket universe somewhere because, like, fuck whoever owns that, right? Well, they so the stuff that, like, the new people are involved in. So, like, the new um, Spider-Man, I think Deadpool, actually. Like, basically, under supervision. Oh, now that they've reached an accord with these, these rights holders. Right. Okay. Because the X-Men stuff was, uh, most of it was written, and, and certainly the deal was struck before they had this, you know, universe in mind. And, I mean, it, I think it was just kind of do whatever the hell you want. I mean, wasn't Spider-Man 3 in, like, 1978? Some crap, yeah. <laughs> Weird disco walk. And... <laughs> it was pretty stupid. Okay, so this all makes sense. Now, Daredevil, I think that, that that's owned by an external party, but... They even showed the helicarriers and stuff from Avengers. Like, I think the final battle in Daredevil took place on one of those. So, clearly, they're tying it in. And then, obviously, Spider-Man made an appearance in the Civil War movie. And so, is it Sony that that owns that one? I think we talked about this probably in the news or on a previous episode. Like, they they are all playing nice. So, now, now that there's playing nice and it's all, like, on the same page now they're building the mcu right now those are being included in the mcu yeah yeah but those are all still like marvel studios movies you know what i'm saying right but the original uh spider-man one two three was not marvel studios right oh okay okay it was like sony universal or whatever all right okay and so it's basically different publisher gotcha okay and so marvel now are like stewards of this universe and they're not letting the crapola in so i can basically i can erase from my mind a lot of terrible movies now and that is very relieving (laughs) you might be getting to this and and, you know let me know if i'm cutting you off or whatever but i also think aside from you know saying those terrible movies are not part of this they're handling their let's just call it eu much better than than mm, not much better differently and i also like it 
than Star Wars because they're just like well, it's a universe. It, you know, comic books are in another universe. You guys enjoy your comic books. Let us enjoy our movies. Shut the fuck up about it. Uh, like there is no like well that movie said so and so and page 32 of a 60 year old comic book that's <laughs> yeah, great different universe the guy just happens to be named that's actually kind of a time-honored tradition in comics if, if i am not mistaken where they'll just like go ahead and have one storyline take place they had like different lines with different stories and then they would sometimes bring them together as like colliding universes or explain them away as parallel universes that sort of thing Mm-hmm. That works very well. I think it fit the movies nicely, too, because I think a lot of people who enjoy the movies don't give a shit what happens in the comics. Oh, I agree with that. It it doesn't work in the opposite direction. Witness the outrage, like, comic book fanboys when the movie doesn't, like, go one-to-one with a comic. But, uh, yeah. No, I, th- I think they handled it really well. I think they, they kind of mitigated that with the, shut up, it doesn't affect your comic. Huh. DC should take a stab at that because... There were some angry ass Superman fans. Um, I won't re I won't revisit my defense of Superman, but uh, interesting. Okay, that that makes that makes a fair amount of sense now that I'm considering it. Yeah, th- th- this is a totally separate thing. Uh, now, does the casual fan understand this or give a crap? Like, they're just going to go see another Spider-Man movie. They've seen, like, young Peter Parker in, like, three iterations now, and they just couldn't care less, I guess, right? Dude, I'm not sure they'd know it's the same character. <laughs> Seriously? Nah, when, when a movie gets that popular, people are just going to it because it's something to kill a weekend with. You know, they're not following it at all. Oh, so th- you're not going to be sitting there next to your, like, and I'll use a sp- a nerdy uh, stereotype next to your sports bro friend. Oh, uh, didn't this happen in the uh, second movie of the original series? Like, that's not a thing that's go- you're, he's going to turn to you and say between gulps of popcorn. I, I think almost in a in a in a positive way, they're like better suited towards reboots than than like nerds who are used to universes. Mm. It's a different movie. What do you mean? It's not Spider Man Four. It's Spider Man. <laughs> I think you kind of hit the nail on the head there, Brian. Yeah. I think that, to your point, Tom, the, I guess, card-carrying nerd population that's going to go see the movie that's going to really know the differences between the comic books and whatever, any other universal canon or non-canon material, um, is pretty low these days. I mean, there are a lot of, like, self-described nerds, and they like to say they're they're, they're nerds, but I think that, like, 90% of someone going to see the Spider-Man movie is, like Brian said, someone looking to kill the weekend, people on dates, uh, older people that are nostalgic for spider-man but like didn't really stay too much into the comics or anything like that um parents that just want to you know their kids are like cool spider-man and you know got them a lunchbox or a backpack or something like that uh because of like you know mcdonald's happy meals or you know whatever marketing i mean i think that's the general audience is just 90 percent of people that couldn't give a shit less about whether or not it works or how it goes together with any other movie or any other material it's just that ten percent that's the loudest that's on the on 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 the internet, you know, Reddit and 4chan or whatever, and just killing the movie because they're pissed off that, you know, Peter Parker had a stray gray hair or something like that and he wasn't <laughs> supposed to in that you know. At that particular time in the timeline. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But whatever, you know, what are you going to do? You can't please everybody. We've said that a million times on this show. No, you can't. And uh, nerds are and or geeks. You can't even get that right. That terminology is not interchangeable, it would seem. But uh, they are difficult to please and easy to anger. And quite often live up to the stereotype of like the basement dweller, like hot dog in hand, like shaking it in the air angrily. (laughs) Well, it's almost not worth it. It's so like what Brian was saying, like, I mean, I think Star Wars goes so far out of their way to please that crowd. Whereas I feel like the Marvel universe is just like, whatever, dude. We don't (laughs) care what you say. It's a different universe. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Go, you know, retire to your nerdery. (laughs) I hate discussing memes like nine times out of ten. But you guys remember it it was Wonder Woman, Rocket, and Groot in a meme about... Uh, DC versus Marvel. I don't think so. I don't think I saw that one. Yeah, I don't remember that now. 
so it was Wonder Woman on one side, and it quoted DC. DC says, you know, the 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 market's not ready for a female centric adventure, you know, superhero adventure. And on the uh, Marvel side, it was fuck you. Here's a talking tree and a raccoon. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I have remembered that because it it's perfect. Marvel doesn't give a shit as long as it's fun. Yeah. And uh, people love that. Why wouldn't they? Now they are. The, people are eating it up. And I mean, I'm among them. Like, take, take uh, Deadpool and both Guardians movies. I mean, they are not like dead serious. You know, not even the serious movies are a ton of fun, dude. <laughs> True, with the exception of Civil War, which was a bit of a bum out. <laughs> but yeah, still co- compared yeah. to a DC movie, pretty light, right? Well, and the other thing too, Tom, I mean, you, you brought up the two exact movies I was going to say too. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy and Deadpool, you think like, I mean, we are like pretty like credible nerds, right? I mean, even I would say that I really wasn't that familiar. I mean, I was familiar with Deadpool, but Guardians, I wasn't too like, you know, I had a, a little bit of like, you know, pre-knowledge of, of the Guardians universe and stuff like that, but I really was never into it that much. And, you know, so, like, you think the average person off the street knew what the hell the Guardians no. of the Galaxy was when they walked in to see the movie? No. no. way! Same thing with Deadpool. Like, they just heard it was a good movie, and, oh, it's a Marvel and superhero, let's go see it. And, and it was a good movie. They were good movies, so they enjoyed it. They didn't give a shit what the background or story was, you, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And... You guys maybe, you guys may disagree, but I think even ninety percent of the nerds who claim they were way into Guardians since way back are lying. <laughs> I do. Oh, sure. I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, Dead- I agree with you one hundred percent. Deadpool, I could buy a little more because even I knew about Deadpool, and I'm as I'm a shallow comic book nerd, but even I had read some Deadpool books, so I was looking forward to that. Yeah, and, and it was hard not to. I mean, if you're into X-Men and stuff like that, it's like, you know, hard not to know about Deadpool. But, like, uh, you've ever attended a con, Deadpool's been an asshole to you. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But, but, but I mean, Guardians, like I said, just on the fringes, I, I knew a little bit about the Guard. I mean, I knew, knew about Rocket and a couple of, you know, uh, Drax. But, like, the, you know, I was never into Guardians. Um, and anyone who says they were are either a super nerd or they're lying through their teeth anyone who says they were and really insists is not somebody you ever want to argue with because they have plenty of time on their hands to yeah. come up with <laughs> arguments for things that don't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, let me, by way of bringing us to a conclusion, bring up a reboot that is sort of in the offing. I say it's a reboot because it's a movie, uh, and there was a show in the past and it actually ties right into the meme Brian brought up. What are your thoughts on wonder woman? I I really think it's been long enough. Like, I mean, has there been any wonder woman in like 15, 20 years? Not outside of like cartoons. No, like this generation does not have a wonder woman. So I'm much happier with a reboot. Uh, honestly, I do still think it's kind of lazy, but, you know, the same thing could be said of even Guardians or Marvel or anything like that. Like, just using these same characters over and over and over is lazy. Lazy. I mean, even if they do it well, it's still lazy. But, I... Do do kids, do teens even know who Wonder Woman is? Uh... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Do they, Cam? Like, through the comics? Like, uh, for... Not through the comics, but I think just through general, like, merchandising and, you know, trapper keepers and backpacks and crap like that. That's an interesting question, though. I wonder if, like, the average, like, teenager going to see Wonder Woman and who maybe saw her in Batman v Superman knows about her, like, to the same level that I knew about, like, Rocket Raccoon having seen him on the cover of a thing. Uh, right, they might know that she exists or whatever, but you know, do they know like her superpowers? Do they know her real name? Do they know her background? Like, I, I, I think it won't be a reboot to a lot of people. Yeah, that's that's true. But put it this way: I know, I know, I personally know a, a woman, and she's she's twenty one, and she has a Wonder Woman tattoo. Wonder Woman is like her absolute favorite. She has a Wonder Woman tattoo. And, well, she only has one tattoo. It's not like she has a bunch of tattoos and one of them happens to be Wonder Woman. She has one tattoo. It's like the Wonder Woman symbol on her arm. 
and like she just grew, grew up i mean loving wonder woman she got that tattoo when she like turned 18 so it's been a few years it wasn't like she just got it recently when the new character was introduced so i mean i think there is definitely a crop of uh specifically young women that have been introduced to, to wonder woman through alternative means other than movies and stuff like that so cool well those are those are top tier ladies in my opinion (laughs) (laughs) and i think this movie looks good man i think wonder woman we have we've discussed this in a couple episodes now i think she kind of stood out as the highlight of uh at least in the in the end battle of batman v superman like i really wanted to like see her movie (laughs) like right after that and uh you know the the rest of her betrayal portrayal was understated but it was still very solid like she i dug that character even before i really realized holy shit that's yeah yeah before it actually clicked right yeah yeah she was cool like i mean they really made you feel like she felt a measure of guilt for kind of just like bowing out of humanity's like doings for a century and letting the world go to shit and now she's like like dipping a big toe back in you know what i mean and then obviously more than a big toe at the end of the movie yeah i'm wow i'm i'm very much looking forward to it and uh even you know how i've been going on about that like kind of retro cinema where i actually went and saw the akira uh big screen presentation yeah well, that's where I'm going to see Wonder Woman. I scored tickets, so I'm taking my woman nice. to Wonder Woman. Yeah, should be. Should what be weekend awesome. is that? Is that next weekend or how, that how, is? Yeah, that no, that's two weekends from now. So I think we're going. I think it opens on the first, and we're going on the second of June. So yeah, yeah. So that's a week from Wednesday, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I don't know, guys. I think. If you're up for it, we should consider a uh, a review episode or maybe an episode motivated by Wonder Woman about female heroes or something. Just a thought. See what our listeners think about that. Sounds like a plan. All right. Brian, anything else you'd like to add to the discussion before we close out the discussion? Uh, no, no. All right. Then I will begin the closing process. And I'll begin doing so by saying those wondering on what venues our podcast is available, besides, of course, on our site, need wonder no longer. I will rattle a few off for you. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, or any other streaming or podcatching software that carries wondrous programming like the new rebooted Nerdstravaganza podcast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram, add us to your Google circle, and join the Nerdstravaganza HQ group on Facebook. Lace up your boots and head on over to nerdstravaganza.com to check out our website. Uh, Check out YouTube, type Nerdstravaganza into the handy-dandy search bar, and check out all of our extended universe content. And send us an email at nerdstravaganza at gmail.com and let us know what you think should be rebooted. And with this awesome reboot now off the ground, Chet, why don't you take us out of here? Wonder Woman! (laughs) Oh, man. That old 70s soundtrack was awesome. Yeah. Not that I'm old enough to remember that. (laughs) Yeah.